0: hey you're listening to the things we didn't do this podcast is dedicated to sharing with you the truth about how simple it can actually be to create mind-blowing results in your business without doing all the things if you're sick of being told all of the things you should be doing on the daily to blow your business up if you're a rule breaker a change maker Anyone to start, grow or scale a purpose-driven business without doing all of the things, this is for you. I am your host, mentor and success coach, Elise Danielle. The conversations, tools and tips I'll share here will give you everything you need to build and blow up your own purposeful and profitable business that fits you, attracts more dream clients to you on the daily and ultimately shows you how to do less to receive more. Join me as we explore how simple it can actually be to create big results in your business and get ready to stop chasing around all of the things and instead start creating a business that lights your soul on fire and makes you bank. What does it really look like to tap into your purpose and move through all the hurdles, the fear, to really create the impact you know you're here to do? Well, my loves, I am so excited for today's guest. Christina Lucier is here to really speak with us about that. Christina is a freaking boss, and I'm so excited to have this conversation with you and with her. She is a former professional golfer. A three-time reality television competitor, a confidence and mindset coach, a motivational speaker, and the founder of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. She is just such a powerhouse, you guys, and you are going to just love this episode so much. There is so much energy. She just brings so much insight as to how to really feel fully empowered in living your purpose, how to do that confidently and successfully. We chat all the things, mindset, money-making, the comparisons between sports and success in business, and this is just such a fun and fascinating episode that I know you are going to love so, so, so much. Christina has been so generous with her honesty around what it's really looked like to build a multiple six-figure business, all of the things she didn't need to do to get here, and really what happiness has to do with your success and why putting off the former absolutely will delay the latter. So if you are obsessed with sports documentaries like we are, you're going to love this regardless. I know you will. Um, If you're ready to learn how to make a full body decision that you are going to be able to create the success you desire, this episode is for you. So let us dive in. Welcome, my loves. I am really excited. We just needed to hit play on this episode because me and Christina were already talking. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know what? We just need to dive in and make this happen. So I am really jazzed about our guest today, beautiful Christina Liqueur is here to speak with us. We were just both joking about our really Frenchy surnames. Totally. <laughs> right? Fun fact, we're both originally from Canada, which is really cool. Christina's now based in the U.S. I'm in Oz, as you guys know. And today we're just going to dive into all of the things um, around business, purpose, purpose, what the online industry doesn't want you to know, the BS that we kind of see in the online space. And I'm really just excited to kind of full transparency. We're diving into this super organically and we're just going to see what comes up, but I know it's going to be really, really good. So Christina would love for you to just say hello and introduce yourself and we can dive on in.
1: Yeah, I'm super excited. Thank you so much for having me. I love it. Like when you connected, and I just want to say thank you. Like obviously, you care a lot about your audience and what you do, and that makes me more than happy to jump on anyone's podcast when they're actually super passionate about what they do. And because that is exactly me. In a nutshell, I'm just like obsessed with like what I get to do on a daily basis, and what that is is helping people step fully into their purpose confidently. And uh, I believe you know, for myself, I believe every single person was put on this planet with a God given purpose. And your job is to live that confidently. Like I believe it's actually a responsibility of yours. And so, um, my background is very diverse. Uh, I was in business. I was a professional golfer. I did television and all the things, but my true purpose is helping people step confidently into their purpose.
0: I love that. I have goosebumps when you said that, um, It's like our duty to really live that out because I believe that totally I believe that so deeply I really think that like we have so much opportunity with this like one life (laughs) and like treating that with the reverence it deserves is like tapping into that reverence and treating that with the reverence it deserves I find is such a way to I kind of don't believe in external motivation but I think it's just such a way to really light that fire internally and allow that just allows us so much to move forward with the things that would be really easy to overthink or second guess ourselves on or fall into fear around and I think it's like almost a it's like an inner fuel that allows us to kind of move forward with so much more ease what are your thoughts on that so curious
1: I love it for sure. Yeah. I I think for me, I didn't grow up in a faith filled background. Like I really came to my faith kind of in my rock bottom moment, like where I was kind of at the point that I was like, okay, I give, I can't do this by myself. And for me, like that's kind of how I came into, you know, I use God's source universe for me, it is God, but for whatever it is for you is, and, and I know like true Christians are like, I can't believe you say that. But for me, that's how I came to my faith is to just be open to it all. But I do believe now that like every single one of us was created out of love for a purpose. And whatever that purpose is like, for me, it's helping other people, whether it's, you know, you being a mom or you leading a, an executive team or you being a race car driver, whatever the hell that purpose is for you, that thing that fuels your soul that you truly know, like every day, I'm not saying I wake up every single day, um, you know, beyond stoked for every single aspect of my life. But overall, like the general consensus about my life is that I'm so blessed that I get to do this. You know, I, people are like, what do you do in your free time? I'm like, I get to work too. Like when you, when your purpose and your work come together, um, I had someone on my podcast, my decided Your Turn podcast. And I had a, a Lieutenant Colonel in the military. He's an air force pilot. And he said, I feel truly blessed that my purpose and my job is the same thing. And I think that there's so many people that don't have that opportunity. I don't think that that is a must, but man, we are so, friggin lucky that our purpose and our job is the same thing. And I, I, I take a responsibility in that.
0: Mm, I have full body goosebumps hearing you say that. Cause I totally agree. Like I literally probably cry at least once a week <laughs> thinking about like just how much I love my clients and how much I just like, how is this my life that I get to actually do things that I love and I get paid really well to do them. And I get to Just talk shit on the internet, basically. (laughs) Oh my
1: God, girl. I totally agree with you. I was having lunch with a girlfriend. She was at my retreat 18 months ago. Literally unemployed. Didn't think she should be spending the $3,500 or whatever it costed to come to my retreat. Unemployed. Upset whatever, 18 months from now, she literally got hired for her dream fucking job. She's making in Arkansas, she's making killer money. She's making like $30,000 more than she ever expected to be paid. And she's like, how is this even possible? And I was like, because it's God, source, universe, whatever you believe. Right. But like, yes, like it can happen. And you and I get to help people like with that. I'm like full crying at lunch. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so happy for
0: you." Totally. I totally get you. I love that. I love that you work with women and really help them not just in like, it sounds like not just in entrepreneurship too. So really helping them tap into their purpose in whatever that looks like. Tell us a little bit more about that. Cause I think in the online space, we hear so much about like, it has to be through a business or it has to be through entrepreneurship. So we'd love to hear more on your take there.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I actually work with men and women. I'm cool. super blessed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, You know, I didn't think so. I I've always come from and, you know, I know that everyone has different opinions on all sorts of things, but I've come from a background where when I was in the golf industry and I was hosting corporate charity golf events like 99.9% of my clients were guys all men. and yeah. <laughs> all men. And I learned so much from them. I was always in a very beautiful situation that I never felt uncomfortable one day in my life, in my career. Um, and I was around very, very successful human beings. And I've always looked at that as such a blessing because I've been a sponge a lot of my life. I, I learn from people and I feel like I was in the, like, I literally have a client who's on the Forbes list. One of the richest people in the world. And I was around a lot of very successful men. So I've always like, kind of used that as like a sponge and been like, I'm going to take all of these excellent pieces that they have. Um, But going back to like how I help people now is like, I help men and women, not everyone comes to me for the business aspect. And, you know, I was actually on a discovery call earlier on talking to someone and I said, you know, really I help people. I'd say like, 60% 60% business, 40% personal, because I think that like, and you you and I were talking about this ahead of time. I don't think you can have a successful business while having like an absolute shitstorm storm of a life. And you can do it for a while. I do believe you can do it for a while because I did it for a while, but I think when you're going to come to a point in time where it's not going to work out very well and something is going to come crashing down. You know, I've all, I've, I remember one time earlier on in my career I was working with a guy who was probably making two to 3 million a year, but he thought when he got to five, everything would be taken care of. And I'm like, Oh really? You're cheating on the, your wife. You hate your kids. Like you're obese, all of these things. And I was like, but five, 5 million that will cure it, you know, solve all the problems, <laughs> solve all the problems. So yeah, it's a combination of two that I help people because I, I definitely do believe, you know, I can help with the business side, but I also think too, that the personal side, um, is, a massive part of it because I don't want to have a successful business. I want to have a fantastic life.
0: I love that. I couldn't agree more. And I love that you shared that. I think I'm very much like you of like, I just love talking to different people and like just hearing their perspectives and soaking up their different ways of looking at things, especially with, I mean, everything, business, but, like, there's always personal development or perspectives or mindsets around that, that I'm just, like, tell me all the things. I'm obsessed with sports documentaries for that reason, because I think Totally, me too! Oh, my God. The mindset
1: of an athlete, the greatest athletes on the planet, I don't care what you think of Jordan or uh, Tiger or Kobe or whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, there is greatness in those people that I think is just so intriguing. Oh, I love that you
0: said that. Agree. Like, I have goosebumps i like watched the michael jordan documentary then i think my poor people in my group i talked about that for like the next three months
1: because i did like three posts on it it's so good (laughs) totally
0: (laughs) because of the mindset right like there's just so many threads around um what really actually allows us to yes on one hand achieve like success and be like exponentially not better, but, like, just stand out in such a significant way or be able to reach such heights in a way that other people haven't before. And I am so with you in that, like, it's possible to do that for a period of time and still be miserable, but at some point something comes crashing down, whether it's, like, you just hate your life or, you know, you're just, like, you just will feel that internally. Like, I really believe so deeply, like, How we feel, what's going on internally is always reflected externally to some way. Um, And so I totally agree. Like like I do explicitly work around business coaching, but like 90%, like maybe not 90, probably 90 actually, 90% of the work I do with my clients is so much more of like the internal mindset around life. Too, you know, you
1: can't do one without the other. You really can't. Like, people are so confused, you know, they come for just the business or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And that's what you're signing up for. But, like, really, by the time that this rodeo is over, that's actually not what you're going to get the most out of. And I do find that super interesting. But, you know, it's just like, yes, talking about like, the online space, you know, like the, the pitch of an online business, like I am an online business coach or whatever it is. And you, you know, we don't know each other extremely well, but we've been following each other long enough now that we like understand that you and I are both of the mentality that there's so much bullshit out there and like a hundred percent and people sell one thing, which is fine. But at the end of the day, like you really got to know that like, in order to have the true success and the true happiness, which is actually what you really want, you have to do the mindset work as well. You have to dig into like, The old stories, the old habits, you know, even the habits and the stories that you created when you were a kid. Sometimes I feel like I'm more of like, and obviously I'm not, but like the therapy side of it. Right. Because you take on a lot of that.
0: Totally. Well, and it's like just how we navigate through the world. You know what I mean? Like I just, I can get so excited and nerdy about our brain because it's just like, we have those beliefs because they've served us for a while. They've kept us safe. They've allowed us to do X, Y, Z. They've gotten us through certain stages of our lives and so like it makes sense that if you want to create something new or you're trying to really expand out of your comfort zone with like you know what you're capable of or what you're available to receive or hold and all of that incredible stuff that people want to create the purpose and the profit and the business and all of the things it makes so much sense that you're just like okay well you know the way my brain's operating now is creating what's in front of me cool I'm going to have to like dig into that and shift that if I want the external reality to shift too.
1: Absolutely. You have to change habits in order to get new results. You have to change the old thinking patterns, the old habits, the old stories that are no longer serving you.
0: Totally. I am like obsessed with the fact that you are a professional golfer. (laughs) Cause I love like the sports mindset and I did some full confessional. I did some digging on you before the podcast oh, and God, I was like, <laughs>
1: you saw my shit online. Golly. I was, I was literally put over the coals. Thank God, social media was oh, not really? a big deal when yeah. I, First year I did big break. It was like 2009 and blogs. I was torn apart on blogs. Really? Oh yeah. Thank God. Social wasn't a thing that would have.
0: I think that about like my, um, teenage years and like growing up in the 90s like thank god tiktok and instagram weren't a thing as oh my god up. i feel so bad for like
1: these people who have kids now i'm like no, like i've i've chosen not to have children but i like look at my friends who do have children and i was like i feel so bad for your fucking kids like so bad.
0: It's intense. There's a lot out there, um but so this kind of per, like this little got me on a journey because we have a top a top golf that just well not just opened up. It's been here for ages. That's like I my friend first who works there. Oh shut that's up! Yours. Yes. No way. That's I insane. swear to God, yes she does. <laughs> that's insane.
1: Yeah, we were we were on a we were together. We played golf together in the U.S. Oh my
0: gosh, that's amazing. So this has been my. I will go I will go stalk down Allie next time I'm there. <laughs> Who knows Christina in here, anyone? Exactly, Allie does. Right? But that's been my only experience of golf, and it's so much fun, and I freaking love it, and I'm, I'm horrific, but I like to think that I'm getting better. And so you, like, did this professionally, and, like, we're on a TV series, so I'm so keen to hear, like, because golf is such an interesting game in the sense of it's, like, micro, micro, micro adjustments and mindset create huge, it's like such a metaphor for our brains and business, isn't it?
1: Oh my gosh, girl. If I had the brain and the mindset I have now, I would have gone so much further.
0: The problem
1: is when I was playing, I was a natural disaster. (laughs) So it's no wonder I didn't go that far to like, I mean, I went pretty far. I mean, you did pretty well. (laughs) I did pretty well, but I didn't get to the top, the top of the top. And the reason why I believe that to be true is like, it was a combination of what I'm saying for such a really long period of time, you can have success, but at some point in time, those cards are going to crumble. And I was the person who like, I've always been the person who is not naturally talented at anything, but I've worked harder than most people. And that was like totally my golf career. I started extremely late. I started playing golf when I was 18. I got a college scholarship at 21. I won the first three tournaments I ever played in. So like, for me, it was just a matter of like, I've decided this and I am going to like, literally practice until my hands bleed type of situation, but I wasn't naturally really, really good, but I was always, it was always self-doubt. There was so much insecurity. I came off externally, very, very confident internally. I was not the same person. I think now it's such a flip because now I look at it for what it was and how I could look at golf now. And I enjoy golf so much now because I look at it as like, I'm so blessed that I actually get to go play golf. Like it's just such a mindset shift, but it makes a world of difference. Like I play better golf now than I did when I practiced eight hours a day,
0: only because I like literally think different on the golf course. Yeah. I would love to hear that. Like, is and like, I would love for you to share that. Cause I think there's so many parallels to business and I'd love how you, for you to share almost those parallels too, but is it a pressure thing? Is that one of the big things? Yeah, I
1: cared. Yeah. And you're actually bang on. I need to record a podcast on this myself.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah
1: totally. <laughs> but I, 100 percent bang on. I cared so much about what other people were thinking. I cared so much about what I was doing. Uh, what, you know, was I gonna make the cut? Was I not? Was someone who was sponsoring me gonna be disappointed? What was someone gonna say? Um, you know, all of the things, especially when I was on those television shows, people Yeah, that's it. a lot of pressure, man. <laughs> oh my god, it's so much pressure, but it's you know. The television show now is almost like our social media now where people are watching all the time and everyone and their mother has an opinion. And, you know, like, I think that it's very good. The parallels are very similar there. And I was so concerned with what everyone else was going to say, or if I was going to quote unquote fail or what was going to come from it or what were the results? Was I going to make any money? Like all of the things. And now I just go on the golf course. I never practice. (laughs) I like hardly ever play because I'm always working, but I now, I, and I won't say every time, but 80% of the time, I just am so bloody grateful to be there and to have fun and bullshit. I call it my old man money games where I go and play for a couple hundred bucks. Oh my God. It like literally brings me so much joy. I love that because I'm not worried about the outcome. I'm not worried about anything. I'm just there because I'm like, holy cow, how blessed am I that I'm physically healthy enough to do this? You know, I had back injuries a, long, a lot in my life, so I'm physically healthy to do it. I'm a member at like one of the greatest country clubs in Arkansas. It's beautiful weather. I have like these guys that I can BS with and I have the natural talent to be able, like not natural talent, but the talent to be able to do this. And so it's a complete flip. No wonder I play better.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love this. And the only reason I knew that is because I think back by no means was I a professional athlete, but I played quite competitive softball throughout um, school and same, like I look back now, I'm like, holy shit, I would have been so much better because I would always, like, you can just see patterns of when, whenever it was an important tournament or whenever there was more intensity on, I would just like crumble and I was like quite naturally decent, but like the pressure would just like send me off. The charts and it's the same in business. So that's been something that, like, is so helpful to see because I'm like, oh, cool. So my only job is like continually taking down the pressure and easing that for myself so that I'm not feeling that in any way, shape, or form so that I can kind of perform better, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Yep. That's a hundred percent it, right? Like when, and you enjoy the journey, like think about how easy it is to sign clients and to, you know, connect with people and do all the things when you're like, Oh, this was just fun. Like this was easy. This person just booked it. No big deal. And you enjoyed the process. And then all of a sudden you've got a new client and you're just like, what the hell had that happen? And then you're launching something and there's like so much stress, like this has to happen. It's supposed to happen in this way. Like, why isn't it happening? And why isn't this people paying attention? It's the same, same, And your goal is to just go, okay, why am I doing this? You know, why am I out here on the golf course right now? Because it's 85 degrees because the golf course is beautiful because I'm not working because I'm healthy enough because I'm bullshitting and having fun. It's the same thing in a launch or whatever. It's like, why am I actually doing this? So I can serve these people so I can help them live in their purpose. So I can like enjoy like getting to see them and serve them every single time. So I get to watch. So I get to cry 18 months from now when a client has this big aha moment.
0: Yeah, I love that. I'm obsessed with that cuz I couldn't agree more. And I think it's so cool to see that those like it sounds simple obviously, (laughs) right? There's a lot that goes behind that. I would love to hear how you've really like been able to shift your brain around that to kind of get more into that detachment, the easing the pressure for yourself. And also like gratitude is a huge thing you're kind of referring to here, which I'm just so with you on. And I think it's so easy to say gratitude, but I was having this conversation with a, um, a group of women in a program I'm running and, I was like, there's a difference between, like, yeah, I'm grateful for this versus, like, my goal when I'm tapping into gratitude is like to cry happy tears. (laughs) Like, my goal is to feel that on such a deep level because that's like, that's really being in that experience energy of gratitude. So I just love to hear your thoughts around how you do that.
1: Yeah. Well, here's a good example. So my husband and I, I have a wonderful husband who we have been together like 18 years. We've been on quite a journey together. Um, you know, where I was a shit show, he stayed with me. He kind of worked through his things and we're on kind of towards the other side, you know, obviously nothing's perfect, but, um, he's a type a high achieving performer as well. And, you know, we're definitely both stressed out quite a bit. And so what, I walk every single day. Like I call it my, like just my gratitude walks. I just walk to relieve stress every single day. Like I haven't missed days and years, but, um, we do our, our gratitude walk. We do five, we call it five things. And so when we go for a walk, we say the word five things and we just start doing like, what are you grateful for? And sometimes in the beginning of the walk, we'll list like my coffee, hot weather, this walk, you, whatever. But days where that is actually occurring is when we really kind of go into 5, 10, 15, 20 things and where we keep going to where we're like, holy cow, our whole entire like body has shifted. Like we're starting the walk and we're stressed out and kind of bitching about things that are going on. And then when we get home from the walk, we're totally floating, changed, like completely high vibrational, just going, Oh my God, what were we upset about? And like, that's actually like how I try to do it. Like, yes, we all have, you know, not everyone, but most people who are probably listening to this podcast have a gratitude journal or something like that. Oftentimes people get caught in the listing because it's a habit instead of actually feeling it and changing it. And for myself personally, like I have actually created really good habits because you're not always motivated. I've created really good habits of being like, Oh, I'm in a shitty mood. I have to do this right now. Like forcing myself, you know, this is kind of, on the same topic and not, but I take a ton of calls throughout the day, six or seven calls in a day. And sometimes I'm just like super drained, but like I will turn on a song for three minutes and run up and down my stairs to change my attitude while saying things that I'm grateful for because it's switching my energy. It's changing. Like, it's like literally I cannot focus when I'm out of breath and talking at the same time.
0: Totally. Yes. I love that. I find like, like, physical moving of my body is just such a, like, the body is just such an easy tool, I find, to shift energy in that way, like, um, I, and I think, like, maybe it's because I've always been, I've always loved moving my body, I've always loved sports and doing different things, but because, probably because it, like, forces you to focus on one thing, like, when you're doing something intensely, you can't focus on anything else (laughs) physically, you know, like, and I think, For those of us, like I definitely, I remember, you know, I used to teach yoga and meditation and so many people are like yeah, it just doesn't work for me. Like my brain is just really busy and like, I just can't focus on one thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's like the, that's normal. Like, welcome. (laughs) That's why you're doing this. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) That's the point. Right. Um, And I find like everyone's so different with what is like the easiest kind of entry point to be able to kind of shift their energy or focus on the thing that they actually want to direct their brain to. But I am so with you in that movement is just such a fast way to do that. Um, I used to, I was crazy for a while and did a couple marathons. And so, yeah, yeah, that's a, it's a mindset journey in of itself. But um, I used to think people who would run without music were just like full-fledged psychopaths because like, getting my way through 42k without music just felt completely undoable. And I like, let's be real. I couldn't run that right now if I wanted to. But my recent thing too, in going with your walks is like, I totally have like one of my clients coined this and I'm like, we are using this like a rich bitch walk where we just like walk, focus on the intentions that we want, focus on the things we desire to have, focus on like the feelings of like, What we have right now, the gratitude for things are going, and just really using that time as like a container to focus your brain. So I'll do the same thing, whether it's walking or running or whatever kind of activity that is, to just like it just changes everything. Like I can be in the worst mood ever, (laughs) leaving the house, and come back being like, life's great. Like what was my problem half an hour ago? You know. And I think the thing is that you and
1: I and perhaps some, but not everyone actually do it. That's the thing. Like when you're in a bad mood and you're stressed out, you actually have to do it. And oftentimes we tell ourselves all the stories about why we don't have to do it because we're too tired or we're too stressed or we're too this or we're too that. But that, but the truth is when you actually do it, that's when the shift comes.
0: Totally. A hundred percent. And a lot of the time I don't want to, and I do no! have to like force myself to like a lot of the time.
1: <laughs> it's called a habit. It's not called yes. motivation. It's called the exactly,
0: habit. Exactly. Exactly. I would, um, rant about that on my nutrition days, but st- same, same now too. Do you know what I mean? And it's so, it's just such, it's, it's, it's just retraining the brain really to like take a different action.
1: Oh, I love it. So true.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would love I love how much you talk about um, like the action piece, like I love your energy and how you're like, so like really calling people into taking some fucking action and doing the thing tell I would love for you to share like, I know you were talking before we kind of hit record um, about like what you kind of like see is the way to support people kind of step into next levels of what they desire. I'd love for you to share that.
1: Yeah, for sure. So my whole brand is decide it's your turn. Um, because I believe that decision is the first step. Like every single one of us can make a decision. Um, and then there's faith and action. And I just don't see decision, faith, and action. I just don't see those three pieces. I just don't see a ton of progress without them, and you know I think everyone who see who moves the needle or everyone who is in this industry or anyone who's ever like really accomplished something big, you have to have all three of them. And whether you call them decision, faith, and action, I think it's all there because you have to make a true decision. Like, I think oftentimes people say, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds, but they actually haven't decided it because like, once I decide something, you might as well like literally move heaven and hell because it's going to happen. But like for me to say, like, I want to lose 10 pounds, but I still keep deciding to have chips and salsa and wine. Um, That's not a true decision. So if my decision is I'm losing 10 pounds, my actions are I'm no longer eating chips and salsa and drinking wine. And my faith is that, if I continue to do this, I know that the universe will support me in this because I've made a decision and I'm taking action. And every time I get to the place that I'm like, oh, this is really too hard, but I keep pushing through, the universe will support me in that. So, like, that's kind of where I'm at with everything. It doesn't matter if it's weight loss, business, relationships, personal stuff, all the things, decision, faith, and action will absolutely change your life. And I'm so like, you know, anyone who follows me at be Christina on, on Instagram knows that like, I am like super intense and I'm very much energized most of the time before three o'clock, but you know, at 4am you've got me at my best time folks. But, <laughs> but all that to be said, I am so obsessed with it because like, you can read all the books, you can listen to all the podcasts, you can do all, like you can do all that stuff. But if you're not taking any action, and you're not having any faith, it ain't going to fucking work. Like I'm just, you can, you can be like, there's tons of people that know way more shit than me. It's just that they haven't decided to take any action and I'm going to be leaps and bounds ahead of them.
0: I love that. I am so with you. Like, I think that's just such a part of shifting our beliefs and shifting our ability to take action in alignment because we know that the beliefs will always determine the action that we take. Right. Um, and I love that you bring in faith because I think that's such a huge thing. Like I'm always harping on this to my clients about like, they're like, but what if it doesn't happen? I'm like, that's where we got to lean into trust and like strengthen that muscle just because like, of course you don't know that like looking for external, confirmation is just a losing battle because that's never going to be there before we create the thing. And if we're constantly training ourselves to rely on that, we're just limiting our ability to be able to create magical things in the world, right? Um, I would love for you to share what are your favorite ways of, like, stepping into that yourself? Like, I know, like, I I harp on decisions because I think it's so important and exactly the thing that allows us to lean into trust and take action in alignment with that. But I know for some people, like, th- it, there's some work to be done before we make that decision, right? So if someone's listening and they're like, I'm Thought I made a decision, or I'm trying to make a decision, or like, what? How do I make the decision? What what would you say to them?
1: So it's super interesting. And I love this question because I think it comes up for so many people is like, people say they've made a decision and they start taking some action. They're just like, start doing the thing. And then um, resistance comes up, or it's not working out as they had hoped, or they're not making the money, or they're losing the money, or they're you know, all of the things, it doesn't matter what it is. I remember a client specifically, um, or actually I'll give an example for me, for instance. So three years ago, I hosted a live event in Austin, Texas. It was called decided Your Turn." Believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a partner in the beginning of the event. This was like early on in my journey. I had a partner, um, nine days after the event tickets went on sale, my partner decided that she was no longer, um, it was going to be too hard. It was going to be too much of an investment. We each said we were going to put in $50,000. So I had to make a decision at that time that I was going to take over the whole event. And it was just like, I was kind of possessed. My husband was so supportive. And I went from having like literally 5,000 female followers to a $100,000 event in three months that I had to put on. And it was like this crazy three months of like the worst time, but yet the best time of my life. And I and I can say that now three years, you know, in the past. And it was, I lost $50,000. Like if I'm being a hundred percent honest, I lost $50,000. There was only a hundred people there. I worked day in, day out. I literally said no to like going to, if anyone listens to country music, I said no to like going to play with George Strait on a private jet. Like I had to say no to like, really, really hard things because I was saying yes to something that I wanted. And every single day, I thought it was a failure. Every single day, I didn't think it was going to work. Every single day, I wanted to quit. Every single day, it was like a natural disaster. But I will tell you the day that I got to the event, it went off without a hitch. There was a hundred people there. Lives were changed. Lives were impacted. Yes, I still lost $50,000, but I'll tell you, my confidence went through the roof after that event. And that's really where the shift in my business came because I really do believe that that was like the faith part of me, basically I had jumped off the cliff. Like there was zero fucking, like I was off the cliff. I was literally about to hit the ground and like turn into a splatter. Like that's where I was, but I kept going, having no idea how it was ever going to work out. And so my faith part, when I tell people is like, there's a point in time where God, source, universe, doorknob, whatever you want to call it says, Oh, you say you've made a decision do you trust me? Yeah. And like, to me, that is like where the magic happens. It's like, you say you want the decision. You say you want to do it. You're taking the action, but it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. And the second before you quit, I think universe God source says, you say, you want this. Do you trust me? And the minute you literally take that trust, it's like, boom, everything else turns around for you. But, and we all have, like, I still have these moments come, like I still, all the time, I still have these moments come. But for me, it's like, that's what faith is. Faith is just like, when you are literally at your wits end, you want to quit every single time. You have no idea what you're fucking doing, but you keep going anyway. And that's when God goes, Oh, you do decide. Okay, cool. Here, let me help you.
0: Yes. Oh my God. That almost made me cry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad.
1: And I find God in everything. So I always tell people this, like, I find him, like I ask all the time. So uh, for me, God is like, a constant BFF that I talk to all throughout the day. I don't go to church full time. Like I go to church, but like I listen to sermons all the time. I talk to God like throughout the day. Like I just, it's a conversation. I yell at him in my car. I ask for signs. Like to me, that's what it is. It's like, I have a relationship with God. I don't have like, it's not like a religion to me. Um, But like I say all the time that pennies have become like over the last two years, pennies are my like sign from God. Like I'll have a really bad day or I'll feel like I'm completely failing or I'll have like just asking for things. And to me, like, it's amazing to me. So many people like Instagram me now their coins and things like that. I've literally probably found like, I've literally, I found $30 worth of bills on a walk one time and I walked the exact same track. like four tracks every single day 365 days a year and i swear to god i have found so much fucking money i get out of my car i find money money just f- gets thrown at me and i just say thank you like i just feel like to me that's just god just telling me all the time like a god wink or whatever you want to call it and some people put yourself in the story some people it's a bird some people it's a blue car some people it's and there is the 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 people who are just the doubters that go there's money everywhere. There's a blue car everywhere. I'm like, okay, you can believe whatever the hell you want. But for me, that is what keeps me going. And that is what lights me up in that moment where I can go, Oh, keep going. He's got you. You just found a dime or you just found a penny. And I manifest that shit all the time. I find things that I should never do it because I just tell the universe. I'm like, Oh, I'm finding a penny today. Like, I found coins in Canada. I found pennies in Canada when pennies don't even exist in Canada. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, I'm like, they're now, like, because we don't have them in Australia either, and I know they've been, yeah, 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 they've been filtered out in Canada too, and you're like, still finding them them. No <laughs> I love that. That is such a useful share because like what I'm hearing is that like you are just constantly building that faith muscle and that trust every single day in every single opportunity that you can so that you feel even more supported. And so making those decisions feels even easier because you're like, well, of course I can make the decision. Look at how much I've got my, like, God's got my back here, right? Universe, source, whatever. And that's amazing because I think that's such something that a lot of people don't do. So, of course, it feels harder to make a decision when we haven't built that relationship, just like any other trust, right? Like, in a partnership, in a marriage, like... If you haven't worked on building up that trust in that other human, making deci- like making the decision to get married is going to feel a lot harder than if you've built up that trust and you know one another. So I freaking love that. That's so good. good. So good. <laughs> Thank you. I would love for you to share just like what would you people listening, you know, I love how you're just all about deciding it's your turn and really helping people step into their purpose to create a business that they love and a life that they love. What's one takeaway you would love for people to have today? One thing they can walk away with.
1: That you do have a purpose. I think that like a lot of people like forget that because they're they so confused about like, I have, that's a question I have all the time. is like, I don't know my purpose. I don't have my purpose. I always say like, if you're trying to find your purpose, three things that num- that I always tell people is number one, what is the one thing that you can talk about all day long? Like, what is the thing you can talk about all day long? For me, I can talk about this all day long. Clearly I have. It's six o'clock and I started at eight. Number two, what makes your voice spike with excitement? My veins pop in my neck almost every single day. Like I have like crazy, like, cause I just get so excited. Like where does your voice spike with excitement? Someone, you have something in your life that spikes with insight, with excitement. And the last thing I always say is what injustice do you see in the world? Cause most people have an injustice that they see. And so for me, it's like, I get so pissed when people are not confidently stepping into their purpose. Like I get pissed when people are not confident. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like literally again, vice, voice spikes with excitement veins pop out of my neck, like all the things. But for me, that's so crystal clear to me now. And it hasn't always been, it comes with time. But I think those three questions, if someone's listening to this podcast going like, how do I find that, what that is? And then also like, remember, like I think one thing that is really helpful for me that keeps me going is the minute I start making it about me is when I'm really fucked. Like none of this is about me. And that is a faith part. Like that is part of like the God thing of like knowing that it's really not about you. But, you know, I even like a pastor one time, she said, Joyce Meyer, if anyone knows who that is, she said, someone asked her a question, like, how do you speak in front of tens of thousands of people? And she goes, well, it's not about me. Like if I was worried about what my hair looked like, or if I was going to sound like an idiot or whatever, I would never be able to do it. It's not about me. So put like, it's about others. It's about serving this world. And you can be so fucking blessed when you do it really well, because God is supporting you. Universe is supporting you. (laughs)
0: 100%. I am so, I love those takeaways because I think that's so tangible and so helpful for so many people trying to find their way around that. And the last one is just the biggest truth. Like, this if we're feeling you know uncomfortable about doing something or not confident or it's usually because we're just focused on ourselves and we're not focused on like the point of our businesses which is to serve other humans <laughs> and help them with something right so I love that you um are such a believer of that too and I think it's like just such an easy way to shift things immediately immediately
1: don't make it about you it's not about you I've always had my like biggest sales and biggest like you know, epiphanies and business, like uh, things that are so easy when it's not about me. Like I, I'm really good at that though. Like it's probably a weakness of mine is like, I care so much about other people that like, it's definitely a weakness in some regards, but it's such a strength as well because I'm like, okay, I, there's only, you know, I have to sell a hundred tickets. Like even that um, event I was telling you about, like my number one thought process when that chick quit was, oh my God, nine people have trusted me because we only sell nine tickets the first week. Nine people have trusted me to do this event and I told them that there was going to be hundred p- people there. So what the fuck am I going to do in order to make this work? Because it's not about me. I didn't really even care that I was about to lose hundred grand. I was just like, I promised these people that they were going to have people to connect with to change their lives. How in the hell am I going to get hundred people there?
0: And I find it so much easier, not that, again, it's not a motivation thing, but like so much easier to show up in huge ways when that's your focus too, right? Totally. 100%. Yeah. I love that. I loved this conversation. Thank you so much for coming on. Lovely. It's been such a delight. I I'm so with you on the fire it up piece too. I know we were talking about that before. I'm like, I get so, you know, annoyed at things and that's what like fuels me so much with my business. So I just love your energy. Such good golden nuggets that you shared with everyone. Where can we find you? Tell the people.
1: Insta. I'm only an Insta girl. I'm a, I'm a horrible Facebooker. I don't even do Facebook. Um, I am there. Apparently I'm there, but, um, I'm at B be Christina B E C H R I S T I N A because my whole goal is to help you be you. So be Christina, be Elise, B Susan, be you. Um, so find me on Instagram, come say hi. I, I say hello to every human that comes in. And um yeah, that's that's it. Come find Amazing. me on Instagram and your podcast. And, and the podcast, decide it's your turn. It's for anyone who's ready to decide it's their turn to do anything in life, whatever that is, start the business, lose the weight, get in the relationship, like yourself, whatever it is. It's all about deciding it's your turn. And I have a real, a lot of cool s- celebrities on there too, which is fun. Sports celebrities. I know you like sports. So yeah, it's a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. This has been such a treat. And thank you again for sharing all these golden nuggets. I loved it. Thank you so much for listening to the things we didn't do. I adore and appreciate you. If you love today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so that you don't miss out on any episodes because nobody likes FOMO. I'd love nothing more to hear your thoughts on the podcast. So please leave us a review on iTunes. And because I appreciate you taking the time each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free business success coaching call with me so if you'd like to nail down that one thing that's standing in your way from creating more purpose and profit in your business without doing all the things then make sure you leave a review for your chance to win I would love for you to share this with anyone on their own entrepreneurial journey who could benefit from learning how to create a wildly purposeful and profitable business without doing all the things and remember You get to create a business that makes you cry happy tears on the regs without needing to squish yourself into some box or burn yourself out in the process just because you can.